Austin, really yes. important news. Sir Latab is having a sale on Le Creuset right now. Really? Like a, like a half-off sale. Oh, my God. Half-off is, is... I know. Like that... hundreds of dollars. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Online, obviously. Check their online use, store. Use this knowledge. I'll, I'll, post, I'll, put a, I'll put a link to it in the Discord. Yeah. Please, please yeah, send that to me. because I. No, yeah. please. I, I think we all really want this, <laughs> this, this link. Shut up, Andy. You can go to hell right now. Yeah. Is this for cosplay or silly drinks? Because it's one of the two, I assume. Neither. For, for cooking. It's for, uh, it's for look, delicious look, foods. The fact that you don't know means you're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Long ago in a distant land. Burgoo your turks. That chicken was dry. Light up the pork beef, please! Bobby Truck. Slam your eyeballs against this. I'm the bug master and you have to listen to me! everybody, welcome back to Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Andy. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. And today we have with us our wonderful, forever favorite, special guest. I, we call everyone our favorite, but you know, we really mean We're fickle. I'm, but I'm like the actual favorite favorite, right? <laughs> You're the true <laughs> You've favorite. You've been around the most. We've brought you back the most. It's Allison I mean, Lurz. Say hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for no, but- recognizing that I am the favorite. Yeah. No, we got to, you have, you've proven value, you know? You filled up your punch card, Allison. Oh, I did. And that means that I get a free hot dog. Yeah, you get a free hot dog. Every 10 episodes. Every 10 episodes. (laughs) Yeah, just like that. (laughs) Well, today's really special because it's actually sort of, uh, we get to celebrate two holidays today. Because here in our present, it's 4-20-20-20 and we're blazing it, blazing it, blazing it all the way into the grave. And in the future, when you're listening to this... It's Cinco de Mayo, uh, which I only realized oh. when I look at the calendar. So it's kind of two holidays. So I That's, guess is there one of those is an actual holiday, and it's not the week. It's four twenty. It's not. No, it's not. It is not. It's not the weed day. No, isn't weed? Isn't four twenty like a you know sort of like a, a memory of an ancient battle? You know, it's a like sacred a, holiday among the white teens. <laughs> <laughs> when we triumphed over the. The chips and the nachos and the <laughs> when the bowl of dip made it made it for, for ten get when the bowl of dip fed ten uh, guests the munchies were defeated at last uh, when the blunt made it for 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 two passes around the circle around the sacred circle <laughs> the blunt that didn't stop and with one mighty monster bong rip although I don't I don't know if we can really get away with a fourth weed episode. <laughs> Well, no, that's why this is also Cinco de Mayo. It's also Cinco de Mayo. Which, both of these holidays, I'm completely ill-equipped to engage in because I've never smoked weed. Yeah, one's really inappropriate for us to to celebrate, and the other one's Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) I I think what we can can appreciate are number-based holidays. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so... You always know when they are. They're not sneaking up on you, like Easter or Thanksgiving. They're not Sneco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's you don't have to do any math for this one. It's no Thanksgiving. And so, uh, so, Allison, you've joined us here for our final week of Jackie Chan Adventures. Uh, and I, I, I will I will finish this thought, which I realized has a third prong to it. There's a holiday in this episode, too, and it's Chinese New Year. 
Yay. Uh, so we're, we're really doing a whole a whole thing today of three completely incompatible holidays that well, make no sense together. Across Look, the timeline. During, during this quarantine strange time, most holidays are canceled anyway. So I think we, we have to get creative. Celebrate whichever like, one you like, whenever you like. It's kind yeah. of fine. Yeah, yeah. We have to designate these sort of holiday times when things are pretended to be normal. So uh <laughs> Let's just have a little, little, little hooray. We'll do a little party popper and just call it good. Yeah. Hooray. That's for 420, the party poppers. Yeah. 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 They're jalapeno yeah. poppers. Oh, oh, nice. Full of weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cream cheese, too, I hope. <laughs> so on the subject of Jackie Chan Adventures, um, yes. this was a show that I watched as a kid like a lot. Love it. Mm-hmm. I love this show, and I never got to see the final episode until today. Oh, oh of gosh. season one here. Yeah. yeah so so you, 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 that's awesome. Yeah. You've given me the gift of closure. Thank you. Fuck yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. No, that's so cool. I, uh, I, I mean, they they aired this a lot, and I, I think I only ever caught this finale of season one, uh, one time live. So this is this is you know the other ones they repeated a lot like the Ox Talisman yeah. one and a bunch of other oh, ones yeah. like they would they would syndicate it but this this is a you yeah, know it's, a, it's basically though? a two parter exactly yeah this so it was really special to like be able to you know have the ending that I never really got as a kid uh so yeah thank thank you in advance uh for for letting me hmm. experience that gang yeah well we've That's talked cool. about this before on the show but it really is looking back totally wild to have uh a show that airs episodes and you just can miss it like you can just never see it like you just don't (laughs) have a way to find it unless you're able to track down you know an eight vhs tape set or whatever which was you either have to be really good at you know checking tv guide every week and reading the synopses Mm -hmm. to make sure that you're not going to miss the one that you need or yeah just get lucky at the video rental later so man Kids these yeah, days, uh, they don't know how lucky they have it that they can watch our shitty cartoons from our childhood whenever they want. I no, know. seriously. Well, and I this is this is a little deep into my other my other uh, cartoon nerd zone that we we haven't visited in a bit. So you know, it's not anime. Just putting that out there ahead of time. But it's the Hey Arnold hole yes. that I live in. And when I was a kid. I desperately wanted to know what episodes were going to be coming out. You know, even on syndication, I was like, I want to watch mm-hmm. the good ones that I like, and I never know when they're going to come on. There was a website that I think still exists, heyarnold.com, with a hyphen in the middle. It might have been. And maintained by a guy named Don Del Grande, who would do all of that TV guide work for you. And he would do it every week and post it on the website. It would be which episodes were going to air in syndication on what time slots on Nickelodeon. Wow. I, what I a gift. To, I've seen that like, yeah, let's pour, let's pour one out for Don Del Grande real fast because <laughs> I uh, Don Del Grande, what a bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a bro for me. Like, it's it's funny to me that there was a period of time, not that like you you didn't know, but that you knew you could find it on the internet and it was still up to just some schmo in, you know, in North Idaho to do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's wild to me it's yeah it's wild that it was like the internet was abundant people thought to check it for information but people but like the the owners of that information were just not doing it yet mm-hmm. yeah right don del grande really don del grande holding favor. it down for the boys and girls i guess <laughs> he really is <laughs> this episode is dedicated to don del grande <laughs> yeah thank you don ddg no, the website is still live 
Uh, and on, on the front on the front of this page, he's got a couple updates, one of which says, some of you have seen reports claiming to be from Craig Bartlett that a sixth season has been approved. Unfortunately, this is a troll impersonating, impersonating Craig with fake news. Ah. So he's still oh. doing it. He's still doing it for the boys and girls, man. This is happening. Dondel Grande. Grande is here for the people. So, Andy, when did you change your secret username to Dondel Grande and uh, <laughs> run a Hey Arnold fan site? <laughs> No, I don't know. That 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 community was crazy wonderful, but I don't know that one existed for Jackie Chan. If it did, I was not a part of it and I feel like I feel like that was a mistake. Like in the height of this, I really should have been like trawling the JCA message boards and really just talking about it cuz I I too loved this show, Allison, when Kids WB when I was a mm-hmm. kid. God, it's so good. Uh which ones have we watched today? We watched episodes uh 12 and 13, the end of season 2, season 1. Oh my god. We watched episodes 12 and 13, the end of season 1. Uh, they are called The Tiger and the Pussycat and Day of the Dragon. And if you don't mind, I think I'm going to dive right in. Well, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, it's also Christmas. Uh <laughs> And my present, my present for this week to all of you guys is, and we watched Jack Chan Adventures episode 12, The Tiger and the Pussycat. Uh, and it's got a nops and the nops is like this. After Jade and Jackie battle Toru at a pie eating contest, Jackie gets the tiger talisman and its power splits Jackie into his yin and his yang sides. Uh, the Dark Jackie gives all the talismans to Valmont and then revives Shendu. Dark <laughs> 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 Jackie fucks everything up. Uh, the... <laughs> yeah. Dark oh Jackie didn't have ZZ at all. Like He just went all the way. Dark yeah. Jackie did all the way. Yeah, they yeah. really took it from 0 to 60 on the show. Yeah. For real. Um, okay, I think we need to spend... A, a, a good amount of appropriate amount of time talking about this pie eating contest <laughs> introduction because uh, this is incredible um it's got without... a wonderful cold open line like yes just completely apropos of nothing we get like the camera turns on there's pies everywhere and jackie goes the talisman is in one of the pies <laughs> yeah and we never get any explanation as to why a talisman is in one of the pies and i love that i'm so glad that we were not told uh, we're not walked through plotting yeah. like why they, a talisman wound chose, up in the pie. They chose to start in the middle of the action, you know? Like, yeah. we're not going to hold yes. your hand. We're not going to pussyfoot around, like, the reality that someone well, decided to bake a talisman into a pie. No, you follow where they jump. Well, you have to use cartoon logic here because otherwise you need a reason to explain why they, like, go through with the pieting contest like, <laughs> like i get i can i can get to the point pretty easily where there's a talisman and a pie that's pretty status quo for this show why they follow the rules of a random pieting contest though is kind of beyond me but they do <laughs> yeah. it's cartoon yeah. we're in a cartoon and they got to just obey the rules right now and that toru has also entered into the pieting contest yeah. as well along with some crusty crusty old man with uh, dentures <laughs> 
who yes. fists himself in the mouth. So the <laughs> techniques that are used are really fascinating. Like the ways in which each of them decides to try and get the talisman out. We've got mm-hmm. Jackie trying the sensible thing of stabbing as many pies with a fork as possible, logically trying to feel out which one has the little stone thing inside of it. Yeah, yeah. You got Toru just smashing it in his face, uh, which is fair. Uh, we got Jade doing the same thing. And then very sensible old man, you know, just working his way through methodically. Chewing slowly, trying to really feel around with his tongue to get to it. <laughs> well, and he, he certainly gets to it. Uh, he he <laughs> chomps on it, and his nasty old man teeth, uh, his dentures uh, have the the talisman. And um, strong and then, jaws. Yes, God. Uh, and then Jack is able to grab it. And you then, you, you know, said it earlier, but the man full on does fist his mouth. Like he looks he goes a risk deep in there. in there. I don't know how his mouth is so deep, but he is he is yeah. he's lived a long life. He's experienced a lot of things. And you know, we don't get to know the how behind how everything happens as the Does intro your, your mouth never stops growing. <laughs> he's done yes. a lot of things that we you know we don't have to know about, you know, that's his business. But well, yeah. we definitely know exactly what he's been doing. <laughs> 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 oh no! But yeah, he uh, he chomps it so hard that uh, what we learn after the after the intro music plays is that the talisman is actually broken fully in half, uh, which is pretty surprising. That man has some some nasty chompos, strong jaws. I get the impression maybe it, it kind of it's that one breaks pretty easily. Like that's kind of the point, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, because it's because the tiger talisman is the balance talisman, which maybe is the uh, the least well explained. Like, why this would be a cool thing to have of all the mm-hmm. talismans, probably. Yeah, it's uh, not helpful, but I like how artful and esoteric it is. Yeah, yeah. it's a support talisman. It's not really <laughs> there to do the heavy lifting. It's kind of a, you know, right. it's well, a Well, I thought maybe, this is a bit of a spoiler, I thought maybe Shendu would use 11 and a half talismans mm. and keep the, keep the good Shendu out, out, of, out of business. Interesting. Um, mm. But no, mm. no, apparently there is, a, apparently there is an evil Shendu. That could have. <laughs> that is different <laughs> yeah. than this one than the whole Shendu. Yeah, they don't really play with that as a no. concept. Well, except and the I think... whole point of this episode is to fracture Jackie into and to see a, a yeah. light Jackie and a dark Jackie. And, and I think I think not getting to see Shendu split is sort of. I think my only real problem with this episode uh, is that the the way they explore splitting into your dark and light half is kind of shallow. I guess. It's all um, just for the fun of light and dark Jackie, which are delightful, but the rest mm. of the episode is clearly like kind of ramshackle scaffolding to get us there and out of there. Yeah. Into and out but, of the gag. But it's also like they they do drop one little bit of dialogue about the about the tiger talisman and Shendu saying like it's what holds all the other ones sort of together mm. or something, like blah blah blah, whatever. But when Jackie I mean, this is this is moving on, but Jackie Jackie gets split into his good and dark good and bad sides yes and he uh what i what i am kind of annoyed about is that rather than both of those sides seeming like jackie and doing the good parts of jackie and the bad parts of jackie both of them are just cartoons of what good and bad people are like Um, and it's also frustrating too because uncle mentions at one point that yin and yang aren't necessarily good and evil like Mm -hmm. they're a little bit of both it's not quite that Binary and we get that we get that interplay comes up in the episode, although it's perhaps a little subtle, but it's there. And I also like a little bit that they're cartoon versions that like it's not it's not 
Jackie's good traits and his bad traits. It's two caricatures. Like what you know, if if the uh, if you've turned the contrast up to a hundred or whatever, like. To me, it works well that they're both cartoon characters. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree with you. But I also I still think I have a caveat where when they made those caricatures, I don't feel like they still re- either of them resemble Jackie. That It's much. true. It would have been it might have been nice for a nuance for some nuance there. But like, um, even even a couple lines early on where Jackie steps on a bug and kind of like you see him like, eh, you know, kind of upset about it for a second. and He moves on. And then like to see that same thing play out with the good Jackie and he totally freaks out. You know, like a right. couple of those sort of touchstone things of like, look how normal Jackie reacted and mm-hmm. look how these two react in similar situations. They're parts of Jackie. Like, I don't know. So that that's sure. my that's yeah. my only like gripe. If You're I not wrong. Yeah, the thing fun. I appreciated was uh, we did get to at times see a little more of movie Jackie from good Jackie. Uh, we get mm. to see a little more mm. of the sort of like panicked, scared. Uh, yeah. You yeah, know, I don't want to fight. I want to just sort of avoid and jump away and and be a little more creative with stuff than like the like superhero, super soldier Jackie that we've kind of gotten in this show. Mm, yeah. So uh, some of the sequences, we do get some of that fun, like scared, scaredy cat Jackie. You know, I hadn't put it together until right now that that's what makes movie Jackie so appealing. But yeah, like what makes him exciting isn't that he like runs into the action and is the bad guy. Like, no, he's creative. Yeah, it's and his he tries it's to his, get his, away. His fallibility is constantly yeah. fallible and constantly injurable. Yes. Yeah. God, poor guy. <laughs> and real Jackie is too. Yeah. <laughs> real Jackie hurt himself a lot. Uh, all his bones are fake. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, mostly no, pig no. skeleton now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so what's kind of fun uh, is that the thing that we had maybe a little bit been complaining about a couple weeks ago is, you know, where, where we thought the dark hand, it's like, you know where uncle lives, you know where they hang out all the time. Why don't you just show up and fuck them up? They do that this episode. They're finally yeah, like, finally. okay, mm-hmm. it's time. We're rolling up like 12 deep to the antique shop. <laughs> and and it, it's spooky. I like it. And we also get uh, in this sequence uh, before they show up, Jackie is um, uh, well, good. Jackie says something that I I thought was hilarious. I want to drop the clip. But uh, when they they realize Jade and uncle have sort of realized that there are two Jackies and they're split apart because the talisman, they, they postulate like light and dark or evil and good Jackie and good Jackie is convinced that he's the evil one. I am the dark side. I murdered a bug. Yeah, I love that. I love that so bug. much. Ugh. Yeah. And he's like, I'm oh. evil. I killed a bug. It's really precious. Of course sweet. the good one would think he's the evil. You know, like that's. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That like empathy, that like extreme empathy and like worry right. it is yeah. just uh, was that was a really clever moment that. Uh, yeah. You know, not everything played with it quite as much as that did, but uh, uh, that was a that was a high point. Well, and I like that it's in a huge contrast to the sorts of things bad Jackie says, because uh, mm-hmm. when when all the bad guys show up, Jade's like, what are we going to do? And bad Jackie says, laugh like circus clowns while they scream for mercy. which is like kind of an awful thing to say in a kid's cartoon that's very intense it's really dark Um, my favorite quality in Dark Jackie uh, was that he would just kind of like quietly burst into guitar solos um, (laughs) under his breath while he's doing everything which is so so badass and cool (laughs) 
a sort of shadow the hedgehog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do this. I, yeah, and he's and he's uh, he's that kind of like he's that character to the nth degree t- all the time, right? Like he goes out of his way to steal uh, right. steal a pair of sunglasses. Oh yeah, uh, he takes jacket. Jacket. glasses and jacket, That's which is really- partially yeah, which is partially I'm sure just a visual uh, aid for us, but it played really well. I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. When it was kind of fun to see Chow, who normally doesn't get much time to shine, it was fun to see him just in a t-shirt and no glasses, just looking <laughs> like a goober. <laughs> well, and Jade like, does a callback to uh, to the lion back when she was possessed uh, yeah. at, at uh, Melvin World or whatever. Uh, and it was Jackie who accused possessed Jade as, you are evil, evil. You're evil. And then Jade does. You're the side who ate my candy? You're evil! Evil! There are lots of little little fun moments, like when uh, Bad Jackie and Uncle get into like a two-finger slap fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just smacking each other in the temple back and forth. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely fun. Uh, and this is, this is clearly leading up to the, the big showdown, because what happens is both Jackies get caught by two different parts of the Dark Hand. Uh, different goons catch each one. And one of them, the bad Jackie, gets taken back to Valmont, who, with Shendu's help, realizes what has truly happened and takes a really sensible approach, which I really like, which is like, oh, we have the evil one? Hey, I'm going to pay you a lot of money if you give us all the talismans. And evil Jackie's like, yeah, it works for me. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dope. Like... Like that's I don't know. It's it good just, strategy. That, made, that it is good strategy. It totally played for me. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Although again, like we were talking about how they're not like Jackie. It's really um it would have been interesting to see a little more exploration of what Jackie, the actual character, what his actual flaws would be and to sort of see them magnified. Mm-hmm. Like is he because yeah. greed doesn't feel like that's his real problem. He has made a living stealing artifacts, so I, that's you know. true. But they could have gone more into it, or sort of called yeah. maybe called more attention. Like maybe I do have more of this greed in me, and maybe that's a, a weird, you know. Yeah, it should have been, been a teaching moment for Jackie if they were going to do uh-huh. this. Or um, if we see Jackie at the very beginning before he splits, we see some of those aspects come out, and then we see those mm. same things uh, grow and sort of morph and become uh, more yeah. dominant. So we can kind of track what these sort of aspects of him are but well, i think i think what what could have been cool is if one of his flaws was like the fact that he's maybe in it for the thrill to some degree mm, yeah right. you know like right like maybe he maybe he's like way too into the the kind of crazy shenanigans that they get up to and uh and watch evil jackie sort of make decisions based on that to the nth degree that could have been cool but yeah. I, I guess we need i guess or to me it's sort of one of those weird it's like it is a it is a too bad we don't get to see a sort of more rich uh subtle version of the light and dark jackie but dark jackie does kind of need to be capital e evil for the plot of this episode right it wouldn't really make sense if he was a little if he was more subtle and nuanced Mm, uh, yeah that he's just like episode 12 (laughs) yeah it needs to get to a certain place and i think we have to remember that there is like this caliber of critique that i'm giving is like the fact that I'm even thinking about it and saying it means this show is so much far past a spiral zone or something. Like, <laughs> oh like the expectations right. can can balloon larger when you've been proven the show's proven that it cares and is good. So yeah. you know, I guess I'm sort of saying I wish this really good show was ever so slightly better, but I don't know. 
it's 2000. It's the year 2000. Life, it's it's different. Yeah. Um, let's see. So so what else happened? So there's a Jackie and other Jackie get into a fight because, you know, we have uh, Dark Jackie does go to Section 13, comes back with the talismans outside of Section 13 and mm-hmm. good Jackie and Dark Jackie fight. And it's fun. It's a it's a pretty fun little fight. Uh, yeah, I feel like uh, on these like when there's a and there's a, like a personality split or a clone shows up, usually the gag is that they, you know, copy each other move for move and can't land any blows. Right, and I like right. they went a totally different direction. Uh-huh. Yeah, they absolutely can't. It goes against who each of them are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because Jackie doesn't even a good Jackie doesn't even want to fight. He's like trying to avoid and he's like constantly worried that he's getting bad Jackie dirty in the middle of the fight. <laughs> he's trying to dust his coat off. Dusting him <laughs> off and then naturally transitioning to a slap and naturally transitioning to a punch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> though, though they do do uh, one moment where they mirror do-do. each other, where they <laughs> do do, where they punch each other's fists at the same time. And then they identically both go like, oh, it's smart. They do play. The, they do play the get, <laughs> yeah. play the gag of the ones. You got to get do one, it one time. Yeah. You hit the bell one time. Uh, there's a there's a line that I really liked in there too, where Jack uh, Jade is trying to appeal to Bad Jackie's good side because she's reasoning that there yeah. can't just be a f- you know a flat split. Like there's got to be a little good in Bad Jackie, and she says Uncle has Uncle says everyone has yin and yang. You can't be all yang. And he goes yang dang doodle dooby dooby doo. That's really funny. <laughs> I like that as a ringtone. <laughs> Uh, but I liked I liked her train of logic. It was it was fun. Where she's like, "Hey, if good Jackie can be pushed to fighting, you have to be. There has to be some some small yeah. amount of you that can be pushed to helping." I thought it made sense to me. Totally right. Yeah, uh, and it kind of does happen. Um, although yeah. not before <laughs> uh, the goons get the talismans, and then uh, and uh, Jade, it's a, and Jade, right? And so then it's uh, good Jackie convinces Dark Jackie to team up, and so. We get a little little team up sequence where they go together and start to start kicking ass, which yeah. is also fun. Mm-hmm. In a different so bad, way. Bad, the, the only way that he can get Bad Jackie to come along is basically by saying, you'll get to beat other people up. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe not so much the appeal to the good side. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This was this was a it's a fun one, but it doesn't feel complete there. There's a whole it's a it's a first half. And this one ends with the big showdown with uh with well, it's not a showdown as much as it is just Shendu gets all the talismans, uh, and it's it's kind of scary. I like it. Uh, can they we have... talk about the reveal that um, they didn't realize that the bad guys were working for a statue yeah. until this episode? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was. It thinking took about them this that. long. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's yeah. You're right. It's kind of a weird thing to see in a show because so often they dole this stuff out over twelve episodes and and. You know, normally it's that well, kind of constant repetition. You, what, like, we what gotta you stop see, Belmont. What you'll see is that Shendu. the show writers uh, don't take very careful notice of what they've shown the audience versus what they've shown the other characters, you know, in the in the diegesis. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, they did that in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which nice. Is, which is really nice. Like, having that moment of, you work for a statue? And it was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, they do. They thought that it was just ponytail guy the whole time when it was really <laughs> statue on the wall behind it all, literally. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And it's cool, and it makes for, and we'll go into the the finale next. But it makes for a different kind of finale, I think, than you would normally get if they knew mm-hmm. ahead of time. Uh, yeah, because yeah. When they're not prepared happens, at all. 
Right. They're not prepared <laughs> at all. But yeah. Normally when this happens, it's like this is the the learning and the build up. And then it's like the final episode is just all action. It's like, well, well yeah, all cause, cards cause... are already on the table. So now it's a big fight. Right, because, you know, because Shredder can't resist having his face show up on a television to to gloat in front of the turtles, and they always know what's going on. They might not right. know everything about Krang, but Krang's not the big bad in that show. Shredder, for sure, is. Oh, He's yeah. the one that sticks around. This one, it's sort of flipped. We were talking about the Krang-Shredder dynamic a little bit, because Shendu and Velmont are sort of at odds with each other, but need each other. And the big bad of this ended up being the one that's less important. And then the real important one is revealed at the end. And the, and the main characters are like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know any of this was going on. But it but it was, you know, but it's fun, like you were saying, because the, the audience knows the whole time. I don't know. I can't think of another example of this. Yeah, I, I dig it. So there's the Jackie says, the Ask Jackie segment. Uh, and this time mm. he is asked about junk food, his favorite junk food. <laughs> yeah, while well, he's doing like 50 push-ups. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and he loves ice cream. He likes chocolate. He likes vanilla, strawberry. All I'm I'm sensing a a, a pattern with these these questions where Jackie <laughs> will say, "Yeah, I love this," and then lists everything he can think of. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the guy has to burn a lot of calories. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's for sure. I guess what's weird about these segments is like they started somewhere relevant to the show of like. You know, oh, what's it like making a cartoon or like, why do you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then like they've just it's like it's only season one. There's only 13 episodes and like so fast it spiraled out to like, what's your favorite color, Jackie? <laughs> like like <laughs> these questions, like what's your favorite junk that food? Yeah. <laughs> like, God, <laughs> like, can't you guys think of some more interesting questions? I guess they're technically well, submitted by like eight year olds. But. Yeah, there's that. There's the fact that like it has to be sort of a soundbite. It can't. Uh, it has to be sort of kid friendly. But what I wish they would have done is not sort Ask of about this weird politics and kids hockey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not talking about politics and kids hockey. I wish if they were going to do bullshit questions like what's your favorite color, go Go, you know, 10 steps into the bullshit, into the, go to the deep zone. Ask him what animal you would be if you could be an animal. Ask him, mm -hmm. I don't know, ask him uh, what, uh, what's your favorite kind of, uh, blanket. Like, get silly if you're, <laughs> if you're gonna ask stupid questions, at least make them entertaining in their own right. You know what I mean? Amen. It's possible that they, they thought it'd be fun to have kids ask the questions and then they realized that <laughs> and then they, they were got just awful questions. Awful questions. And then, like, we gotta retool this next season. <laughs> Next season, it's like, this question was asked by Steven Spielberg, age nine. <laughs> no, I, I still I still really like it. I mean, it gives him a chance to be a little charming, though it is it is a little odd to have. I him. like him just finding them. I just think the questions are not prompting any interesting conversation or sound bites from him. No. Which, of, of yeah. course, they're not going to. But Which is why they're so heavily edited. Because, yeah. you know, got to right. scrape together anything. They you got to cut out all those parts where he's like, really? You're asking me about ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I think I think that's I, I'm I'm impatient to move on to this finale. I think we gotta I think we gotta head Let's on out. Do it. Hey Austin. Yeah. What's up? I got one for you. I got a sponsor for you to tell us all about. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so uh, please, I'm sure this has a lot of different uses, and I'm excited to hear about what they are. Please tell me about Boyfriend Sauce. Boyfriend Sauce is an exciting development in the whole new world of sexual condiments. Um, this is uh, a great 
solution for when you are hungry and thirsty, if you know <laughs> what I mean. And um, so this is essentially a bottle that you can buy at um, the store. And Boyfriend Sauce will kind of give you the feeling of contentment that you have when you have a boyfriend. And oh, uh, see, so you know, but in it, and it'll it'll fill you up. Oh, um, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, I mean, Wait look, I'm just reading the copy here. You know, this is kind of just um, <laughs> just reading the know, back kinda, of the bottle. Yeah, <laughs> just reading the back of the bottle here. Um, Are there yeah, any warnings? A, um, so don't have too much of it. <laughs> so is that well, all it says? Yeah, it just, it just says warning: don't have too much of it. It doesn't really specify. <laughs> What's too much or not enough or, you know, is there like a issue with, you know, will you get pregnant or I don't know what exactly right. the, the warning, you know, what that means. But don't have too much boyfriend sauce um, now. But it's it's good. What's interesting to, to me is that you said it get like you said it was a, a sexual condiment, but it yes. gives you the feeling of contentment that you have when you have a boyfriend. That seems like uh-huh. like an emotional thing. Like it just yeah, it, it well, gives you that. All the best food has sort of an emotional element. You know, we've all seen Ratatouille. We've seen the mouse the mouse cook and, and make a f- heart feel good. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot like this, um, except it's like if Ratatouille was a, a, a sexual boyfriend. And so he's <laughs> I've always wondered what you, that would be like. He's making you feel fulfilled um, in your tummy, in your brain, in your heart. And wherever else you want it to go. <laughs> and so it's uh, just don't have too much. Just get that boyfriend sauce. Get the feeling of that boyfriend sauce. Forget about a boyfriend when you have boyfriend sauce, but not too much. Hello, boys and ghouls. We're back at the very haunted Halloween that's happening now. Uh, it's a haunted candy pumpkin night. And uh, we are we're doing that. Now we're going to eat all that candy because we smoke so much weed uh, for 420. Uh, so we're going to eat all those, uh, those good plenties. Uh, Happy Cinco de Christmas. Cinco de Christmas Halloween 420. Halloween. <laughs> Happy birthday, okay. America. Happy birthday yeah. and President's Day. Arbor Day. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and here's another day to celebrate. It's Jackie Chan Adventures Episode 13, Day of the Dragon. Ooh. Uh, and here's the synopsis. Shendu retrieves all 12 talismans and shapeshifts into a 50-foot humanoid <laughs> dragon. I don't think he was... Fi- I don't think 50 feet is how tall he was. He was no way. No, he was like, like maybe like 20 14? tops. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Now he is on the loose and ready to conquer the entire continent of Asia and conjure monster minions to help him free (laughs) his brethren. Jackie, Uncle, and Jade must find the creature and annihilate it before Asia is destroyed. Uncle makes a magic potion that allows Jackie's hands to penetrate Shendu's skin to steal the 12 talismans back. So I want to address part of the synopsis that you absolutely heard correctly. Uh, there is a sort of uh, Shen- the scope of Shendu's wrath is pretty is pretty specific. Uh, yeah. He's not out to conquer the world <laughs> or destroy it. Uh, he's, right. he's 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 yeah. fine with just Asia. Just Asia. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he wasn't aware of too many other places the last time <laughs> no, he was. He didn't a, really he get awake. around too much. Yeah. No, no. Which is funny. But though. that's confusing. It's funny. But then to me, you would still say the world, even if you thought all of Asia was the world. I know. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, they're trying to play it like he's he's it's a it's a revenge plot. Like the the people of yeah. the continent of Asia were yeah. the ones who sealed him away, so he's off to go mess them up in return. But it is a little funny to have a show <laughs> set in San Francisco the whole time, and he's like his his whole and he's deal a fifty foot like, like fire breathing dragon, and he's like now time to you know when, when, at the very you have to remember that at the very like opening line of Power Rangers is like at last after ten thousand years I'm free time to conquer <laughs> Earth. And then yeah. Shendu hits it with time to just um I guess get Asia. It's like yeah. it's like it a sucks. game of risk. It sucks too because some poor schmucks in Bhutan just got thrown under the bus. Like someone yeah. in Kuala Lumpur is going to be like, who the fuck is this dragon? I had but no. But he part signed up this. for them the whole time. I didn't sign up for this, no. Yeah, yeah. Indonesia's all clarifying. Uh not Asia, bro. That's a different. <laughs> no, no, Someone no, in no. Afghanistan is sweating really hard. <laughs> yeah, Shindy's going really to have to clarify this border. Uh, yeah. But I do think it is interesting to have essentially like, I'm going to conquer Asia. And then the whole main <laughs> cast has to get on planes. <laughs> well, and also the sort of like the way that they try to make people care is Jade is like, my parents live there. And like. That's the one. Like, yeah. that's our, what's our I, one connection to that's Asia? The out of one this whole connection show. to all of Asia is like. Hey, but she's got alone, that picture like, framed to remind us. She does. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I appreciate the need to make it personal, but yeah, it's we've also never seen like, that picture before this episode. It also it's felt true. a little save the caddy. It felt a little oh, bit yeah. like writing by numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. We know. She, we know she's from Hong Kong, and mm-hmm. uh, we also, I think, generally know that destroying Asia is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really need to sweeten the pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh so the the kind of the, the things that happen here at the at the top before we go to Asia, we have uh a fun but very very foreseeable twist where Shendu gets free and Valmont's like, mm, "My reward, please." And he's like, "No." actually you didn't actually do shit and it was jackie who actually brought me all the talismans so (laughs) and so yeah that's kind of that's kind of mm-hmm gotta gotta get up on that contract law that's what i'm saying that's this is what all these (laughs) years of years of cartoons ducktales has been trying to teach us how to negotiate a contract with an evil demon and and valmont did not watch No, and it really is is a shame because you know if any uh, businessmen villains can can potentially 
you know, if they have superpowers, it's being good at business. And having <laughs> and so, lawyers. Right. And so it would, it would have been kind of fun if he had actually been really good it's, about it. It's always fun when things lead into that sort of Arthurian side and like magic has rules. Yeah. The creatures creatures of magic are bound by like the, you know, bound by their uh-huh. word. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. to see somebody sort of, yeah, go just be good at business against it is always funny. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't really go that direction. Instead, it was. Instead, Shendu's the one who's good at business. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon business. <laughs> He's in the Forbes 30 under 9,000 years yeah. old. A subset of Mountain Justice is dragon business. 50 under 50 feet. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. Uh, uh, there's a really bit, there's a really fun orbs? sequence. Would it just be orbs? Would it be like a magic orbs? Orbs, <laughs> <laughs> orbs magazine. <laughs> oh, oh, so God. So Jackie, uh, Jackie and Jade, of course, are already there because they were there at the uh, at the end. They, you know, uh, Jackie's two halves combined and he's regular Jackie again. Jade was captured and she had the last half of a talisman they were looking for. They did everything. Shendu's back. His first action is to uh, Kamehameha both Jackie and Jade out the side of this 40 story building uh, and just immediately try and kill them. Uh, And. They're they're okay. We can talk about that in a second. But while that's happening, Valmont and the other goons are like, I guess it's our time to go. And uh, Valmont, Valmont nominates Toru to go to battle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. Toru, yeah. fight the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Finally pushing him over the edge. Under that bus you go. <laughs> Under the bus with you. <laughs> There's a really fun cut where they're in where Valmont and... Uh, Finn and Ratso and Chow are in the elevator, and I think it's I think it's Ratso or no I think it's Finn says. Uh, will this affect our bonuses? You get a bonus. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just I really this is the kind of this is the va- the, like, the little bit of contract law that I'm allowing and I love in this where like he's <laughs> just I don't know the idea that these goons get bonuses and they have like payrolls is, is yeah is the a goon fun, bonus uh, is funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, although the the door stops and it's uh, Captain Black and Jade and they immediately all get arrested with no fight. Uh, just we've seen how much Velmont kicks ass. Like we've seen that yeah. he like floored Jackie in the last one, uh, last episode. And then like he's just like, like in cuffs. I think there was an implication that that the poison was slowing him down enough that Valmont. That's the only reason Valmont could so easily thrash him. But they don't really oh, in the last that. episode with with Jackie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but Valmont also, like, he's got laser swords and shit. He does have the laser sword and a winged cane. He's got an inconsistent power level. I guess what I'm saying is if Vegeta's power scanner was looking at Valmont, it would be changing the number from scene to scene. Well, and we find out he's also got a wizard staff. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and a cyber tooth. (laughs) (laughs) My wizard staff and cyber tooth. (laughs) Okay, cyber tooth is a really good villain name, though. Has anyone done that? Uh, I'm writing that down. That's good. Let's say yes. Um and not do it. Um <laughs> But it, yeah, it's it's just a little weird that he gets I mean it's pure plot convenience that he just gets taken in like that. I mean, piece of cake. Uh yeah. And uh I mean that puts him in a in a prison that will be a another silly bullshit plot convenience moment, but we'll get to that uh when the time comes. Cybertooth is a character from King of Tokyo. Ah, uh, okay. Oh. But right. uh, it, it, Dune has laser tigers, which is uh, pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, you know, it's funny. I, I have I have memory of you talking about that at some point. 
Oh, I, I think I mentioned write. that they that uh, Frank Herbert <laughs> makes the unfortunate decision to wait three books to introduce the Laser Tigers, <laughs> and not page one. What a shame. Page one of Rory's Dune is the Laser Tiger approaching. <laughs> and then the Laser Tigers arrive. <laughs> so we've got to wait another decade before we see Timothy Chalamet riding a Laser Tiger. <laughs> ah, Damn. That's, that's upsetting. <laughs> I, uh, I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah, me too. So, like I said, the uh, the Jackie, Jackie and Jade fly out. They avoid death by Jackie grabbing onto a, a rope and somehow his skin doesn't get pulled off as he falls from a skyscraper, but that's okay. And he goes right back into the fight. But Jade and Captain Black, when they arrive on the scene, they get there just too late and uh, Shendu is flying away like his his thing here now is he's going to asia he's going to hong kong to go do his thing and i think this is the moment captain black finally sees real magic if i'm not mistaken Mm. yeah unless we missed a few episodes i guess he hasn't seen it yeah because i think that he's been fully skeptic on all the magic bullshit this entire time and has just been collecting the talismans uh because he knew he knew the dark hand was after them and they were dangerous criminals uh (laughs) yeah it it, it felt kind of completely unaddressed in the sense that like there's never uh, in the plot of the show it has never hinged on the fact that uh captain black doesn't believe in magic they still go for the talismans they still let uncle do his spells um they it it's strange to me that they've kind of cast him in the role of this like government skeptic um yeah. it feels it feels uh like maybe they're trying to legitimize why this isn't like a military affair and there's just section 13 mm-hmm. there but Could, to me, I think of Section 13 as this, like, you know, black site government ops organization that yeah. is, seems, like, pretty competent. And I, yeah. it, feels like, it feels like they got the top guys on the job. So I don't know why they have to pretend magic's not real. But mm-hmm. c'est la vie, that's uh, gets the, kind of the way it goes. Yeah. But I do, you know, it is, it is kind of a fun moment when he sees it and he's completely flabbergasted. And Jade's just like, yeah, he's probably using this power, the, this talisman and that talisman. And he's like, you need to explain what? this a little more. <laughs> Mama magic? Well, because then we, we do have the Toru flip now. And yeah. this, this uh, sets it. I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember if it happened before season two or after. Uh, well, the, the reveal that he hangs around is not until the very like end of the episode. Right. But him sort of but, essentially like jumping ship yeah. here. Uh, he shows up and they're they're trying to figure out with Uncle like what demon this is and like the the yeah, fact that there's a demon that was his a, name. Yeah, yeah, they don't know shit. And uh, and like we were talking about before, that's a crazy dynamic to have halfway well, and it's, through. And there, there's a fun bit of like logic to magic logic that happens here, like magical thinking meets logic, where Captain Black is like, uh, how many uh, fifty feet magic dragons? Can there be? And Uncle hits him with that. Uh, across all of space and time? Uh, maybe a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I need a name, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then finally we get the, the, the reveal. Toru shows up covered in like bandages. Because uh, I guess he did unsuccessfully fight the dragon. <laughs> yeah. Um, guy's butt kicked. Yeah. And he's like, it's Shendu. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you all about it. Here's the deal. Toru, why help us? I am told Section 13 serves donuts on Thursdays. Uh, I am sorry, but you must stay. No. Hmm. Hmm? Oh. You stay here. Someone must watch the shop. Now, they kind of do a couple things here. So they they go off. The main characters 
Uncle and Jackie and Captain Black all go off on their Section 13 private jet. They make Jade stay at home, make Toru stay. Um, and then uh, we get my favorite scene of the episode. My favorite joke of the episode is... Oh, God, yes. They is are on Valmont? the private jet. No, oh, they're no. on the private jet. That was jet. not... Oh. They're on the private jet. And Uncle has been in the lavatory. <laughs> For the whole flight, and some guy is knocking on the the bathroom door, and uh, and he's like, "I am busy." Um, you've been in the lavatory since takeoff. That is right, lavatory. Do you want Jackie to defeat the evil demon? Yes, then go away. Let Uncle work. Laboratory. I mean, it's his lav <laughs> lavatory, uh, where he's brewing potions in there. And, and this is your favorite joke? This is the one? This, this is my favorite joke. It's my favorite joke because I was really sure they were going to make a poop joke. I was really sure because they've done like, like an old uncle, man takes, takes a long time to poop. Yeah, uncle eats, eats yeah, too much like garlic and he has nasty poops. constipated again or you know, yeah. like he right. had chocolate or cheese or whatever they talked about in the other episode. Well, where he gets my bad favorite poops. joke. My favorite joke was the one that happened just before this scene in the in the little prison cell. Mm-hmm. With the with the dumbest pun imaginable. Oh, it's uh, so bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I I may be remembering this incorrectly, so please stop me if I if I do get it wrong. But there's one okay. point where he's trying to figure out a way to get out, and 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 one of his goons asks him, "What are you doing?" And he says, really, really firmly, "Raising cane." Raising cane. <laughs> and, and there's a moment of like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> what is what is this biblical reference? And then you see him like magic concentrating and his fucking cane glows <laughs> and is summoned to him. <laughs> God. Yeah. I mean, does anyone I know that it's a set phrase. Like it's about it's cause it's like causing trouble, rabble rousing, whatever. Like yeah. I don't know anyone in my real life who has ever no. said raising cane. Certainly to not, but certainly no. not by age ten. No. no. Not no. by age ten. And it's just for a cane cane pun. And if there was gonna be somebody if there's gonna be a kid whose parents made them know about like raise like know about the Bible, and the <laughs> expectation is that they also let them watch like action action shows like watch cartoon like watch, watch Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan adventures. adventures that that's not a Venn diagram that's two separate circles oh it's so good what a completely well, tone deaf joke and and I call bullshit on the on the moment during that where Valmont asks the guard about like where Captain Black is and the guard is like Black's in Hong Kong on a <laughs> demon hunt I see and it's like, you don't tell the prisoner where your black ops mission is happening. <laughs> what? That's that's secret organization 101. You just sort of freely submit where the where the I bad get the impression is. they're not in Section 13 jail. They're at like the regular people jail who don't know about magic. No, and they so were definitely like, in Section right. 13. I know. Yeah, but because... like that's what they're trying to play it. This guy's like because yeah. he like laughs about it. It's like he's like. Oh, Captain Black, the idiot who goes to dragon hunting? Yeah, he's in Hong Kong. Who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> right. That is the But energy. that only makes sense if he doesn't work for Captain Black. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so they they get out from with some magical cane summoning cyber, cyber tooth. With a cyber with the tooth. Wizard cyber staff. tooth. <laughs> he yanks out he yanks out his cyber tooth and uses it to activate his cane. Uh, and then he gets out because the cane has a, a laser sword inside and the, he cuts away the bars and they get out. 
Uh, but at the same time, Jade has been on house arrest because Jackie and Uncle know exactly what happens when they tell her to stay home and it's she breaks out. And so they've taken like extra precaution to tell Section 13, like, no, guys, she's awful. <laughs> like, she'll get away. <laughs> she will get away. Like, you guys, you have to you have to stop her. And they don't because she pulls some crazy home alone shenanigans on them. Uh, and it was really cool to see her breakout happening at the same time that Velmont's breakout oh, is happening. Yeah. Uh, just because at that time, they're kind of both working for the same goal. I mean, yeah. they're, they're all kind of it's fun to just to see a parallel with Jade and the villains all like yeah. staging an escape from Section 13. It might have been fun to see her have to decide whether to tag along or sabotage the uh, their flight to, uh, mm. to Hong Kong. True, the, true. It would have been a good character moment. But uh, in terms of just like what, you know, the amount of the amount of content they can pack into one one episode, it it's fine. Yeah. And she does. Yeah. She does tag along. She gets in like one of their pieces of luggage, I think, is the is what happens. Yeah. Uh, and goes to Hong Kong with the with the goons because their whole deal is that if they weren't going to be gifted the treasure of uh, I've already forgotten it, the magical treasure that they yeah. were supposed to get the treasure of Ching Shi Hung, that uh, they're going to go to where uh, Shen Du is and just take it because that's a good idea, I guess. Um, and so they follow him to Hong Kong for that. And Jack uh, Jade tags along. Jackie and Section 13 and Uncle are all going to Hong Kong. Everybody shows up at Hong Kong. Shendu gets to Hong Kong. We're in the final sequence. I really like it. It's a yeah. fun showdown. It was a good fight. We get a castle that shows up out of out of the ground, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, That's that where was the so treasure cool. is. So, uh, so everybody's sort of like slowly kind of gathering in Hong Kong. Um, I guess we assume Shendu's been in the process of summoning his castle, and that's sort of what accounts. Oh, and he has to wait for Chinese New Year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, right. And so he gets there. They all sort of show up at exactly the same time because that's very convenient. And, you know, the episode doesn't happen if it doesn't. Um, but there's a there's a fun little little thing, like a bit of a, a bit of a three a three time joke hit with <laughs> Uncle and the rest of Section 13 uh, because they've all brought rocket launchers. And I think uh, from a certain perspective, that makes a lot of sense. He's a very large dragon man. He is a and 20 so to think... 50 foot tall dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I would, too, I, I too would bring rocket launchers, but Uncle has to three times like blast it into their skulls. No, magic must defeat magic. Which is a uh, fun rule and it's a fun interplay that allows for Jackie to go toe to toe with Shen Du. I would mm-hmm. have liked to see them do something with the rocket launchers. Uh, for one, because, you know, it's just like, how are you going to how are you going to show up with like 20 rocket launchers? And not do anything with them. I right. Know. And they, they uh, never clearly never had any discussion. They clearly never talked about it. And up until yeah. that final point, like nobody had a. Right. <laughs> hey, don't use rocket launchers. We got to use magic. Like, wait, that's the plan. We've, <laughs> <laughs> we we thought you were joking. <laughs> we carried we carried these like 70 pound rocket launchers. We walked here, uncle. Why didn't you say <laughs> something? <laughs> so, yeah, so it would have been nice to see them like either distract Shendu or like knock down the castle or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, but right. but say lovey, it allows it, again. It allows for uh, it's. I, I like the sort of the magicality of that. I, yeah. I like the just that uh, it. It's a nice closed, clean loop. Nobody right, has to yeah. ask mm-hmm. like how many. Well, how come wizards don't use guns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although narratively, it is definitely unsatisfying when you just have characters that don't do. Anything. Yeah, just stand around it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Captain Black tries like multiple times to shoot his rocket launcher before getting shut down by Uncle, and Uncle in the end has to like Vulcan neck pinch him. So he's just unconscious for the whole showdown. Uh, <laughs> what a shame! So good he job, missed Captain all of it. Black. I know, uh, but we need a. Th- this is this is the interesting thing. I f- I found the structure of this showdown really cool because obviously it had to come down to you know a, a talisman show. We spent the whole first season meeting mm-hmm. each talisman one by one, but Uncle gives. Jackie essentially like magic glove powers that allow his hands to penetrate Shindu's skin to take the talismans out of him by force. Uh, and so this whole fight is about Jackie getting close enough to plunge his hand inside and grab another talisman, but he's, he doesn't know which one he's going to get. And mm-hmm. he wants specific ones that are going to fuck him up, specifically the rat talisman, which is the reanimate stuff talisman which will essentially, without that power, Shendu will turn back into a statue and be way easier to deal with. Which is such uh, a good he, gimmick. It yeah, is. It's, it's really cool. And, and visually, it was quite, I mean, it, I think it would, pretty be, it would be entertaining either way, but in the sort of like machete way we've been watching it uh, this, so thus far, where we've only seen six out of the 12 episodes, made it, it really gratifying. Like, I really mm-hmm. was enjoying this action scene where we... We know what half of the of the talismans do. Right. It uh-huh. made it pretty fun. Uh-huh. Well, and and I think we've learned from so much media that like a big, all powerful giant monster villain is just not super interesting. You yeah. know, like a pair you know, there's just only so much you can do with a total chaotic destructive force. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of interesting narrative that can happen. And so coming up with something cool like that. Uh, is a really cool way to handle it. They did have to work in a couple sort of ham-fisted moments to give uh, the talismans their time to shine because a couple of them are just objectively not useful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because one of them is the sheep talisman that allows him to astrally project, and he pulls that first and then astrally projects, but it doesn't help, so he goes back into his body and tries for another talisman. So it's like, oh, we took right. that one off. That's one out of the 12. And the only other one that I feel like this is about uh, is the... Uh, the monkey talisman that lets you turn people into animals uh, because turning Chengdu into a little rabbit did not, did not make him less dangerous. He still had the like eye beams. Yeah. And so they had to give us a couple of those moments, but I, I will give them credit. They showed us all 12 talismans. They, uh, other than those mm-hmm. two, I feel like they all had a, a material impact on the fight itself. Uh, and that's, that's not easy. I imagine with 12, with 12 different oh. powers. So that was cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and the reason he's will do that again is because he has like potion hands, uh, Edward potion <laughs> hands here. Uh, and, you know, he's able to use that magic and Jade is able to come in and get some as well so that she can do the same thing. And she kind of comes in for the, you know, the final the final move. Um, if mm-hmm. I had any sort of critique, it's that this sort of final move is a little unsatisfying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like there's a build up to it. It just like happens. It, it, it just sort of happens. She kind of hops in there and grabs it, but I didn't feel like there was any sort of necessarily rising tension. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, it just kind of, and then he's gone and then we, we've done it. And then Jade fucking kills, kills him. Like she, <laughs> she uses the, she uses the laser beams or the fire blast or whatever and just destroys the statue when he turns back into a statue. And Jade does yeah. that unprompted. Just, <laughs> just, just does that, uh, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, uh, and it prompts it prompts a fun, a fun little twist towards the end, which we're just oh, about at. 
Uh, yeah, when yeah, the destroying Shendu destroys his castle and his gold, which uh, is where Valmont and his buddies are. Um, which I found uh, fine. It, it's fine. It, it seemed a little bit weird to kind of go through the, all the trouble of this treasure. And then it, I get it. I don't know. It was it, again, we were talking about also talking about the sort of unfulfilling death. It sort of mm-hmm. felt like, why did these did these guys only come here so that Jade had an airplane to go on? Yeah, um, <laughs> pretty much. Also, like, uh, how much how much resource did they burn through trying to get these? How uh-huh, many helicopters the- did they blow up? How many like, you know, but that's classic villain hubris, you know? Yeah. yeah uh, and it does pay off. It does pay off a little narratively where uh, uh, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> Jackie Chan and Uncle and all of them are so, so pleased with themselves for winning the day that they just. Leave the talismans in the dirt. I know. <laughs> they well, just, we can't find them, but, you know, we need to go home. So it sucks. they did such cool things. No. <laughs> yeah. And the ones they leave behind, because I don't think any of them, aside from Jade, knew that the other goons were there. And so the ones right. that they left behind uh, because the place was falling apart, uh, they, the goons have. And so the goons will show up in season two with like five talismans or something. Uh, which is kind of interesting. I like I like the way that's going to work. Uh, there was a bit of a strange line from Uncle where he was like, uh, he found out that they killed, or that Jade killed Shendu, and he essentially was like, no, now that you killed the season one villain, that leaves room for a season two villain. Because <laughs> uh, he's like, now there is a void for a new, stronger evil to fill. I liked it because we knew that that was going to happen regardless of whether he said, you know, <laughs> whether he says it. So I like I like sometimes when there is a plausible in-world explanation for kind of like experience points for like the pure gamification of of the show <laughs> or the game or whatever, you know? Yeah. So although I like I like shows that try to pose the the problem of like how do we defeat the enemy, you know, we can't just murder murder somebody, right? <laughs> and and it would have been nice to have a, some discussion of like, okay, now you're gonna have to trap it using a specific ritual, and then Jade just you know blows it up, just fucking does it. Yeah, I think it was sort of predicated on on the on the assumption that like Shendu is this immortal like stone structure, like he hit returning. It's sort of like uh, returning him to his stone form is like the best we can get, the best we can hope right. for. Right. Uh, yeah. And so the twist is like, no, we can blow this thing up, which would have been fun if they used the bazookas there. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Well, and I mean, this is a spoiler for season two, which we're not watching, but uh, it also would have yeah, been yeah. nice if they'd followed through on what they said where she killed him because she didn't. And the yeah, top of season comes, two, Shendu's not gone. He's, uh, he's like, he's, like, he's tra- in the dragon realm, right? Or he's in this. Yeah, he's like, he's like trapped in this weird dragon limbo with yeah. his siblings who are mad at him. And uh, now we have a bunch. It's essentially like you like Shendu. Now we got a bunch of Shendus. Oh, okay. uh, and so yeah, Shendus. And so Shendu is not Shendu's not gone. And I think actually he shows up like for the rest of the show from time to time. Oh, really? Uh, not not a huge way, I don't think. But like he's definitely like not dead, dead. Uh, which I don't know how to feel about in the context of what we watched. I think it makes sense that he's not dead, dead. But also, if they're gonna just have Jade just fucking ice somebody, I think it's kind of funny. It's kind of yeah. fun too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or if that was what Uncle chided them for, right? It was like, no, when he was in the statue, we knew where the fuck he was, dude. Right. 
Exactly. <laughs> that now was that was why he, well, that's why he's in the statue. We all yeah. knew uh-huh. we could send him back to the magic dragon land. We chose not to do that. <laughs> he's in stone jail. Right. Uh, and we didn't mention this for the last episode, but it was kind of nice uh, with Jade in the um, that episode 12. Uh, Jade was talking about wanting to accompany uh, Good Jackie to sort of put some of her darkness like she recognized mm. that she was kind of a trash person and was like, maybe yeah. I can, maybe be I can dark get side. Jackie. Yeah. yeah, maybe I can be your dark side. And uh, mm. that was kind of fun in the way that she, again, recognizes, uh, you know, her, her game recognized for, game for mischief. Yeah. She's self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love her. Yeah. Uh, should we go into uh, uh Well, the final... twist at the very end, the twist of the, of the sort of, of the denouement is that, you know, since they're already in Hong Kong, uh, basically, they're just like, I guess you have to stay home, Jade. I guess <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not putting you back on the plane. You're you don't get to come back, sweetie. Yeah. Her parents live there. And she's like, I don't want to see my parents because they're going to like tell me to stay here. Yeah. And uh, spoiler, it turns out that uh, she doesn't. She doesn't stay there. Uh, well, probably because they back. still can't stand having her there. <laughs> because yeah. Yeah. because yeah. she's a handful and a half and three quarters and, and five handfuls and, uh, and maybe wanted in five different countries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so she comes home. Uh, Toru lives there now. Uh, he's Yay. he's working for uncle. He's like he's dusting the vases. very quickly. It's a fun. It's a fun yeah. little dialogue when Jackie says, I miss Jade. And we cut to Toru. We don't know. It's just straight up working for them. He's like, oh, I know. I miss her too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's gotten along very well. And I really appreciate a show that can, that can make that switch and not really care too much about the, mm-hmm. the in between. Just like, yeah, man, I've basically always been here. I'm here. I'm on the team. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> uh, the Jackie says we got to, uh, we got to a, a, a more relevant question. Than all the rest, yeah. almost, where uh, a, a kid has written in and said, do you think that you're going to act for the rest of your life? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I didn't write and this one down because I don't feel like. Well, it's pretty I typical. Mean, it's like, oh, I'll keep doing movies. Uh, I like acting. Yeah. I can't direct. I can't do special effects. So it's like, whatever I do, will be yeah. movies, bro. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he said what he says is, I think film is the only thing I know. So, yeah. Yeah. He hits him with that. Which I is like, that, yeah, like. I feel like that's pretty real, you know? I yeah, feel like that yeah. sometimes. Like, if I was going to try like and, like... an honest answer. Yeah. Yeah, what am I going to do? Start a... Start be, become a banker? Yeah. <laughs> like, sh- shit. I mean, like, I spent my life learning how to do one thing. So, I guess I'll do that one thing somehow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you do that one thing great, Andy. Thanks. Do the fun voice you learned. <laughs> <laughs> do you think I spent my whole life learning how to do like a Patrick Warburton impression? I, I think, think so. so. You you knew which one I was talking about. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back to just any old day. Just a just a normal a normal day in the neighborhood. Nothing special about it. Nobody smoking weed. We're not remembering any battles or getting any gifts. Uh, that was all a lie. Okay, the cops have- are gone. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Ooh, I can Yes. God. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Snoop Dogg will be so proud of us. Um, That was... Father yeah, this, Snoop this been, Miss? 
Father Snoopness. <laughs> uh, I think I think this was really fun. We 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 talk a lot about wanting to like dive deeper into shows, and it's tough. It's tough to talk about shows that I think are mostly objectively objectively uh, good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you really enjoy something, it's like, yeah, I really like that. Oh, well, well this is what happened in the episode. There's but there's I, less definition between pretty good and like literature you can sink your teeth into and talk about for four hours. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's mm-hmm. like for there's a large period of space. It's like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, so it's fun I when something's the like, right kind of good that we can kind of parse. Yeah, totally. I, right. I really, I really liked it. I know, Allison, you haven't been with us for all four weeks, but uh, how was your, how was your time today? You got the ending. I got the ending finally. I, I felt very vindicated because I really remember enjoying this show as a kid because it was like genuinely funny and it wasn't like other shows in that it was kind of clever when it wanted to be. Um, and I think it really captured what I love about Jackie Chan movies and being able to see him and his influence in this animated series uh, was really enriching and fun. I had a great time. I'm glad. I I mean, at some point, I have to imagine we will dip our toes into the Beetlejuice cartoon. Um, oh, oh we yeah, must. I'm all There's about actually a thriving. Wait, 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 is, is there a y'all, 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 you guys. You, you guys, there's a thriving Beetlejuice fandom right now. Oh, like seriously, okay. <laughs> thriving. Oh, because Beetlejuice is a thing. Allison was uh, was into. No, no because no, so, Beetlejuice the musical spawned a whole generation of people who are fucking bananas about Beetlejuice. Yeah, so it's if you weird. Want, oh, if you okay. want the Gen Z, if you want the, the teens, you're you gotta be into Beetlejuice. <laughs> Those teens now. love Beetlejuice. They but do. Guess, it's guess... weird. The reason I was bringing it up, I guess, is because I feel like Jackie Chan Adventures, like it wins in a way that that never did for me, where I don't feel like when I'm watching Jackie Chan Adventures as a kid who also had seen Jackie Chan movies, right? Like I wasn't unaware of Jackie Chan, just like I had seen Beetlejuice when that show came out. I was not spending my time watching Jackie Chan Adventures going like, oh, yeah, this is like the thing that they're doing. This is like Jackie Chan. Like, this is the the thing. Like, they really made their own thing out of it. Mm-hmm. And Beetlejuice, I was like constantly being like, ah, the movie, you know? <laughs> well, that's, that's the strength of choosing to make a show that is not a direct movie adaptation. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when you have a show or like Men in Black, the series, also from uh, Jeff Klein, the, the producer of this, is like, again, you're always kind of trying to both redo the movie for anybody tuning in that week who just sort of yeah. wants to watch the movie but longer um <laughs> you know this because this is drawing from jackie as a character and sort of the the persona through his several movies this isn't just the police story <laughs> the the police story tv show or whatever well it's there like, was a quote from i don't remember if it was stan lee or or uh kevin Feige talking about how like when, when people ask like how uh, talk about sort of the Marvel comic to to movie translation has worked for them. Where so so like you know do do you ever feel you know bad or whatever when uh, when fans critique that it's not as good as the comics or whatever? And he's like, you're doing it backwards. The comics are for the people who love comics. Like that's the thing, and mm-hmm. this is to get you excited about the thing. This is to get you into the thing. And I felt like that worked that I can see this doing that goal successfully for Jackie. Like if you hadn't seen a Jackie Chan movie, you might be like, let's go fucking do it. dude." Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Let's Definitely. put Rebel. Yeah. Put this yeah. stuff in. And, you know, 
so I think I think in ter- there, there's a there's there's a success spectrum. I don't know what lives on the bad side, but on the good side, I can definitively say Jackie Chan and Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> That's the two yeah. that we get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Jackie Chan did a really good job. I think it was really fucking cool. There are five seasons. So if you have uh, been watching along with us or you kind of want to, like I, I definitely suggest you go check them out. It remains yeah. pretty solid throughout from my well, recollection. It's just such a hard type of show to replicate because there is nobody else like Jackie Chan. You know, there's no other mm-hmm. sort of cult of personality like Kung Fu star mm-hmm. right now that that, you know, nothing compares to it. You can't make a Tony Jaw adventures <laughs> it's just not it's just not the same it's not the same yeah <laughs> though i would watch that on a yeah, swim. an episode where he goes and find his elephant and well, breaks, find those elephants, breaks man. everyone's bones oh my god I'm, the 90s and early aughts were special in coming up with a very like niche genre of movie which was like the genre based around a single actor you know uh-huh. yeah. like, totally Totally. A Will yeah. Smith movie is a thing everybody knows. Uh, a Jackie yeah. Chan movie is something everybody knows. There's just I a handful it. of those guys. And I'll eat them. I'll eat that. I'll eat that meal every day. Uh, maybe not the Will Smith movie anymore. <laughs> Dom didn't want to talk about <laughs> Bad Boys 3. <laughs> he he <laughs> shut that conversation down when Bad Boys 3 came up in our in our episode. <laughs> He's like, no. I'm sorry I missed that. <laughs> Uh, well, okay, Allison, thank you so much. I mean, normally this is when, you know, for somebody like you, we'd be like, hey, what kind of show stuff you got going on that you want to promote? <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Not no a live theater? I've done live theater. I've got, I've got my Twitch stream set up for my, for my plants between two and four Pacific Standard <laughs> Time. Yep. Watch yep. my plants grow. <laughs> actually though that okay well that's kind of funny uh, yeah you guys it works that's uh, probably the most entertaining thing that i could get away with right now so sure <laughs> the next thing you can catch me in is imagining me looking at the plants in my living room that's nice. my next big show in your Allison brain. grows succulents. That's your yep. twi- no. Well, this has <laughs> got to be a better it. name. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I can't think of. I can't think of a funny name and a funny plant at the same time. And oh, I, I crashed Allison's, and burned. Allison's thriving money tree is what it's called. Allison's nursery. Um. <laughs> <laughs> please no. Please don't. No, I don't like that. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> oh shit. But you could call your anniversary your Lursiversary. Oh gosh. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. I think we got I think we gotta start I think I think you gotta start branding your shit. My name <laughs> is just so poorly suited to nicknames. <laughs> oh. That's, That's a lursy for you. Anyway, <laughs> I'll be off doing nothing. Thank you, you so much. You get to go listen to Eminem's Lurs Yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, thanks for being on our show. And uh, for Always. everybody listening, we'll see you next Lurs Day. <laughs> Lures away. <laughs> That's Tuesday.